I'm Aaron Schachter. This is The World. U.S. athletes made some history on day four of the London Olympics. For the first time since 1996, the Americans took the gold in the women's team gymnastics competition, and swimmer Michael Phelps broke the record for most Olympic medals won by an individual athlete. His 19th medal was a gold in the 4 by 200 freestyle relay. 16-year-old Chinese swimmer Ye Shivan also added to her medal total. She won another gold in the 200-meter individual medley, setting an Olympic record in the process. Ye already had a gold medal after breaking the world record in the 400-meter medley. In a few minutes, we'll hear about Chinese reaction to suggestions that Ye might have doped to achieve those results. First, we get some more Olympic nuggets from the world's Alex Galifant in London. Aaron, it's been a right royal day here. Um, The Queen's granddaughter, Zara Phillips, won a silver medal in the team eventing competition. Do you know what team eventing is? No idea. It's horse riding, jumping and and cross country. Yes, of course. So a really good day for the royal family here at the Olympics in London. And uh, there's another big talking point that's been going on for a few days. The empty seats we see on TV. Right. Uh, And actually, I've I've been out and about today in London, away from the Olympic Park, and people have been talking about that and other things. Come and meet Wenlo, the London 2012 Olympic mascot, in the London 2012 shop on the fifth floor. This is the official department store of the London 2012 Olympic Games, a place called John Lewis. On my way up to the fifth floor, I chatted with two Australians who had the steely look of Olympians about them. Gino and Ismar Toromanovic, their brothers. Now, it turned out they were hunting for furniture, not medals, although they are in London for the Games. The only tickets that were available were the weightlifting tickets. They saw that yesterday, and the ongoing kerfuffle about empty seats in Olympic venues has been a bit frustrating for the brothers Toromanovic. We're not happy with that, but um, obviously beggars can't be choosers, and we did get our set of tickets, and we did enjoy the show, which was good enough. Some people really don't even get to see it and go. So, yeah. So your Olympics are over in terms of seeing stuff. You've seen the weightlifting, it's done. That's it. Yeah, well, there's no other tickets. <laughs> I mean, if those t- other tickets would have gone today, but there was nothing else available, so... So what's left is shopping. Shopping, yeah. Well, they could do worse. Oxford Street is one of Europe's biggest and busiest shopping destinations. And within this store, John Lewis, the official Olympic shop is the busiest spot. People are snapping up all manner of branded Olympic swag. I'm Luke. Hoskins. Lizzie Hoskins. The Hoskins family is completely bedecked in clothes covered in the British flag. It's like they've got severe nationality amnesia and need to remind themselves where they're from. Luke, who's 10, does taekwondo. Perhaps he's a future Olympian himself. Maybe. (laughs) But for now, it's just watching. I saw a bit of the cycling track. Today we're going to watch the beach volleyball. Funny Lizzie should say that. I happened to meet a member of Brazil's beach volleyball team in the Olympic shop a personal trainer named Rossini Araujo. The guys competed yesterday and won this Great, Great Britain. How dare you, sir? Yes, yes. When, <laughs> yesterday 2-0, but in tomorrow in competing and against Canada. OK, well, good luck with that. Today's a day off for the Brazilian beach volleyball team, a chance to go shopping for some Olympic trinkets. Out on Oxford Street, I bumped into Sandy Payton from Atlanta. He has an Olympic goal of his own, to collect all the Olympic commemorative pins that feature a heart. He underwent a heart transplant 10 years ago. I didn't think there would probably be but maybe 200. I've got over 350 now. Sandy wears a few dozen pins on his baseball cap, 
and he's soon joined by another American Olympic pin collector, John Smith. Smith is with the Outreach Bible Project, a Christian group. They've produced their own Olympic pins for London 2012. We have fun. We see each other with the hats, and we're attracted to each other right away. And most of the pin traders have been to more than one Olympics. Smith himself has been to eight. Alex, sounds like uh, the Olympic Games is a good spot for religious proselytizing. I think it is. And, you know, without wanting to be flippant about it, businesses, organizations of all kinds rebrand themselves along Olympic themes during the Games. And so do religious groups. There were loads of distinct Christian groups handing out freebies and talking to people on Oxford Street today, the main shopping district. One gave me a fly called The Ultimate Goal, which had a picture of a very Olympic-looking torch on it. Another group wore T-shirts that read, More Than Gold. All right. The world's Alex Galifant going for gold in London. Thank you. Thanks, Aaron.